Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are here with the um, Davis Group, named after Karan Davis of the defending PNTT and NTT runner-up, the Duluth Bulldogs and Coach Coach Porter. So they lose the 15-5 class, and they replace it with the 4-1 class. So uh, that's always helpful to get a class like that. It's always helpful to win a 17-17 tie. Um, And the other guys look pretty solid, too. Two 20-pointed game scores. Not necessarily efficient, but those guys shoot a ton of threes. And uh, uh, Pesavento and um, Demos, they're they're kind of shorter guys, but you know they look like guys that could potentially play a little um, shooting guard. Um, Demos could potentially play point guard. He might be their starting point guard um, or Tippins. I'm not sure exactly what he'll do. He's got enough player. Uh, he probably won't play them at. Um, he's got enough six sixes on the bench or something that he can slide in yeah. there. I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, you know, he was kind of down. He was kind of down. He's like, "This is my last run." You know, I'm losing Stalin Davis, and then he gets, um, man, Tippins looks incredible. Twenty-one points a game, sixty-two point three percent true shooting, four assists, two blocks, only point nine turnovers, one steal, eleven point two rebounds as a six-six power forward. I mean, I don't know, playing wherever you want. You know, uh, right? Yeah. You could play him probably one through four, and he's fine. But he's got plenty of height, so he doesn't need to do that. Um, what well, I don't know. What, how do you how do you fit this team in? You know, you, you're you're losing your point guard and shooting guard. Do you move Sean Smith up and play Tippins at point guard, um, and then slide Jeremiah Jordan back in there? Uh, Sage Blue can play the small forward positions. Uh, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Or Christian Williford's one of those guys that could kind of play any position too. He might be the best player on this team. He's yeah, freaking incredible. <laughs> I mean, you just look at these numbers and they just look like looks like it's a video game, right? Yeah, I mean, you, truth be told, I mean, you can literally throw anyone anywhere. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna win your conference. I think you're gonna win your group, um, and really. It, like you said, it's like a video game. It just reminds me of like old like NBA Live, where you could just like you pick the All Stars as your roster, and then you mm-hmm. just put people in bizarre positions, and then just screw around and win by fifty. Um, so I, I do like I do like the idea of having the most talent, you know, just on the court, even if it's sacrificing some some depth or height in the starting or in the on the reserves, and just go tipping Smith. Blue Jordan Williford and just just yeah. annihilate people. I mean, if you do that, like you don't even need a bench. Yeah. But then you you also have the two other freshmen coming in as well. That if mm-hmm. if you need if you need a scoring punch off the bench, they're they're certainly able to provide it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> this this yeah. team is just crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh... Jesse? Yeah, no, I mean, not much to add. They're going to run out a very similar lineup to last year. Obviously, Stahl and Davis were a great backcourt, but uh, Tippins is probably better than the both of them, maybe even as good as the two of them combined. So, um, yeah. yeah. Once you put in a guy like Tippins at point guard, then you can go stack up and go big everywhere else. And 
and just overwhelm people. There's it's not much to say about that. When when you keep getting the top recruits three years in a row, um, yeah, you just play whatever you want to play. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. You know, this seems incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, with that, we'll move on. Let's um, look at the second seed in this group. We have the St. Paul Saints. Um, so. Uh, they're coached by Coach Blue. You know this. I mean, the, for them, it's always a rivalry with uh, with Duluth, who is the best Minnesotan team. Um, you know, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it's not. It hasn't been much of a competition, but they brought in <laughs> they brought in the one thirty five forty five class, replacing the one twelve eighty three class, and um, you know that. Uh, that guy that really makes up that class is Daniel Lake. You know, you see that you see almost a hundred point gap between um, it's a 90 point gap between their um, Sherwood hoops and uh, hardwood um, ranking. And I mean, Daniel Lake, look at this 18 points a game, 49% shooting 40 from three 55.9 true shooting um, at the power forward position, putting up 18, 9.4 rebounds, 2.4 assists. Uh, this this guy, this guy's a stud. You know, um, that's that's a huge gift for them. They get some much much needed side, especially once they lost Devon uh, Mulis. That was their only player they lost. Their center. So um, I feel like Lake fits in well there. You know, um, potentially uh, Kelbaugh could play there play a little bit too. He he's a pretty efficient scorer and can rebound. Um, but but it's a good problem to have, and he can figure it out from there. This is. And George Johnson actually looks like a solid point guard too. I, I really like this class. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this class. I mean, like you said, you know, George Johnson looks great. I definitely think that Mason Banks left something to be desired at the, the point guard position sure. last year. And then, yeah, I mean, immediate upgrade at center as well. I liked, you know, Devin Mullis a lot. I think he ended up being a little bit underwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. In his time at St. Paul, then I think what we would have expected when he first signed. But, I mean, Daniel Lake looks incredible. So, I think anytime you can upgrade both point guard and center in a class, you know, you really got something cooking. Yeah. And, and I'd like to see them uh, – I think there's an opportunity to start both of those big freshmen, Lake and Kelba. Um, Kelba is a little less exciting, but I think you do that to push Robert Carr, who played 6-7 at power forward last year a 60% shooter, you give him a little bit more freedom by pushing him towards the wing. Um, I think you sacrifice point guard completely. If you're going to get very little out of Mason Banks, just take Lewis Scott, uh, put him at point guard, and Chandler Harris moves up to small four, up to shooting guard and let Carr have some breathing room too. I think this could be an offensive dynamo team if they, uh, if they, if they go with the two bigs. Yeah, and it is an interesting balance that he's going to have to play with because he did graduate both of his backup bigs. Yeah. Um, so I think that's yeah. something that he's going to have to, you know, be be a little bit careful with and maybe even experiment a little bit on what what he can get away with in the starting lineup. Sure. And when you and when you look at this, it's I mean, honestly, I might even play Lewis Scott at point guard. I mean, the guy right. he had a positive assisted turnover ratio. <laughs> he scored a lot. I'm guessing Tippins is going to be there. And we all know Tippins one, if you can call it a weakness, is is, is defense. He's giving right? up the game, yeah. <laughs> right. That's if he has a weakness, it's. I mean, when you're looking at this team, 
you're thinking, how can they beat Duluth? That's exactly. that's that's the <laughs> right. that's the number one that's the number one thing on Blue's mind. It's how can I beat Duluth? How can I take them down? And he has the size that can at least make it hard on him. You know, um, he's got the size. He he might not have the same talent, but you know, could Lewis Scott go off for uh, thirty five or forty in a game? Potentially, I think he could. You know, um, I'd like to see him play a little point guard, move everyone else up, and see. Um, and see what happens, you know? Yeah. Cool. Let's move on to the next team. Um, we have the uh, Clemson Wookiees, coached by Coach M. Batch 31. Um, they bring in the 53-41 class, replacing the 50-58 class. Um, so, or sorry, 154-142 class. They did lose one of their starters, but he only played – he was kind of like a part-time starter. Um, and Brian Santamaria, 21, uh, almost 22 minutes a game. Uh, so they, they bring out back basically all their players. And then and then uh, Dakota Jackson as well, right, the sure. point guard? Yes, they lose their point guard. You're right, Dakota Jackson. And he was – he scored 19 points a game. So that's quite a bit. That's a, that's a decent amount. Not the most efficient, but – He's a big player for them. Uh, I keep on missing players, right? What, what's up with that? Zachary Suttles looks like a stud, um, scoring 52, yeah. 52% right. um, from the field. Not the greatest three, but, hey, you can you can knock that down to one. Um, he looks like he's a great fit at power forward for um, this team. Yeah. You guys have any thoughts about that, this team? Yeah, a subtle fits right in at that uh, three or four spot, and, and they'll be cruising with that. It, it is tough to lose a point guard, and it doesn't look like they get anyone coming off the bench that can play the role very well. Um, maybe Alvin Calhoun slides up into that spot. He likes to shoot, though he isn't very good at it yet. Um, yeah, tough. Uh, they didn't lose much compared to what they brought in, so you'd like to think Clemson's going to be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it. It's gonna be a a fun front court for sure. Um, I think it's gonna be a bit of a bummer if if someone can't step up either in that point guard point guard or shooting guard spot if they do move Calhoun up um, to make this team really work. But I I definitely think they have the anchor for it, and I think this is the group um, to have good bigs in because you're gonna need them. Yeah. Ahmad Green is a stud for sure. Um, you know, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 3.8 blocks. I mean, that is just yeah. – he's not a scorer. But in really, this team this team has been predicated on their defense. They held teams to uh, 48.7 true shooting. They just need to score a little bit, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, if you want to keep some of your, your guys – I mean, Suttles is going to have to really step up. But if Suttles can – if Suttles can do what we all think he's capable of, you know, last year they were relying on a 50.7% true shooting per- percentage guy to really carry them in scoring. And it just, it's just hard to do that, you know? All right, let's look at the last team in this group. We have Manassas, um, coached by Coach Whalen, the bloodbath. Uh, he brought in the 3866 class, replacing the 6182 class. 
Um, he loses um, Walker Veers. That's the only starter he, he ended up losing. Um, unless I'm missing something, I keep missing things. No, you're well, good here. <laughs> yeah. Joshua Howard only played seven games, but he started those. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about him, but um, yeah, he's not. He's definitely not a scorer, but uh, yeah, he brings in uh, some size. Patrick Peterson, Ian White, and Daniel Wright. All three guys can score really well. I really like Daniel Wright scoring. I mean, 63.8% true shooting. It's nice. The other two are just solid, too. Um, even Patrick Peterson, only 12.3 points a game, but he's so efficient. And he had 11 rebounds, 2.6 assists, 2.5 blocks. Um, I mean, I feel like all, all these guys could start, you know, and they could go kind of jumbo. But uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think – I mean, I love this freshman class. Anytime you can bring in guys that are kind of this good across the board and, and are all tall, that's a huge win. Um, I, I definitely think he picks his favorite two to start. Maybe mm-hmm. he can fit all three. I think that would be an interesting lineup if he can make it work. But, I mean, I definitely think Cameron James and Nicholas Martin, the the returning – it seemed like they he played him wherever he needed to shooting guard small four point guard you know i i think they played well enough last year to you know at least have us expect them to be starting this year but um you know i think these freshmen are going to be really fun and i think they're going to be able to play a lot and, and score a lot so i think that's that's a huge win on signing day for these guys yeah cameron james had cameron james had a little bit of a disappointing freshman season um, especially shooting. Um, in high school, he was 55.2% true shooting at the center position, playing as an undersized center. I was on him. I, I maxed him. I expected him to have a bigger year, and I expect him to have a bigger year this year. I'd love to see him get an opportunity at point guard for this team. Yeah, and, and like you said, Josh Howard's an easy guy out here. Once you start bringing in some size, you don't need to go 6-1 at point guard. You have guys who can play at the point guard spot. James and Martin probably both have the talent for it. Um, yeah, go start loading those 6-8 guys into your starting lineup and just, uh, you know, they, they need a boost. They were 11-13 and 13 last year, didn't have a great strength of schedule, so they need to start playing some of their talent and getting, uh, getting matchup advantages against the teams they play against. So this yeah. team's really talented, but they have by far the toughest schedule oh, in the entire I PNCT. Just looked at that schedule. You are right. Awful. So, uh, but he also asked for it. Like he said, <laughs> I want to play Duluth. I want to play Lansing. <laughs> and I want to play St. Paul. And I was oh, like, man. Wow, okay. way to pick them. Oh, God. <laughs> and then you look, at, you look at the other games. He gets Riverside, which is probably one of the lower teams that he could have played just yeah. to kind of yeah. – try and balance it, but he also gets you, um, yeah. uh, you Phil, and then he also gets Clemson, who are both ranked pretty high. <laughs> it, yeah. it might be a rough go for him. <laughs> yeah. One thing to keep in mind, I just noticed this of this freshman class, Daniel Wright in high school, at least for his senior year, his plus average plus minus was 16.1. Ooh. So yeah. this dude is used to winning. That's uh, yeah. I don't recall seeing one that big. I mean, I'm sure they've had before, but that's yeah, that's pretty big. I I'd mean, love if yeah. I would take positive in general, but man, 16.1. That's that's a powerhouse. Yeah, I'd love to see Daniel right at their shooting guard spot. I'm not sure if it will happen. You know, right. he has a guy like 
Cameron James, and um, we'll see. But I would love to see that. Uh, let me look real quick. Allentown, their freshman class was uh, Colin Burley, um, David Milton. So, oh, uh, yeah, that, that was a good team. Wow. Yeah. Those are um, all good players. Yeah, Colin Burley went to uh, the Montpelier Peepers. We'll talk about them a little later. Part of a 69-74 class. Nice. Yeah, my conference mate was on, was on Burley. And David Milton, you know, 6'7 shooting guard, shot yeah, 57.5. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's, it's hard to say, but, um, but Daniel Wright might be the best one of them all. <laughs> right, yeah. You know. that, are they, uh, they must be the uh, Duluth of the, the high school ranks. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, players, wait. Uh, all right, are we all picking Duluth for this group? Yeah. I mean, given that there's no one named Caleb Ireland in this group, yeah, I'm picking Duluth. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for that. I mean, Duluth does have Lansing, which will be a tough game. And I mean, if I, if last year was any indication, and St. Paul wants that game so bad. Uh, I'll be tuning in for that game, but I yeah. don't see him pulling it off. Agreed. I do think thus far from what we've seen, like this is by far the, the best group. It's pretty loaded. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, well, yeah, that's, uh, oh, players to watch. I mean, the entire Duluth starting five and some of their bench <laughs> players. Um, yeah. <laughs> Half the bench. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. The more you guys were talking about, the more I'm excited for this, uh, for this freshman for, um, this freshman for. Uh, the team, uh, Manassas. Manassas. Yeah. 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 Right. I think he's gonna. I, I'm excited to watch him. I want to see. Uh, yeah. You know, I want to see um, Jackson do a little better this year. I mean. Uh, or, yeah, sorry, Cameron James um, do a little better this year. Yeah. No and wonder I didn't get him. I can't remember his name. <laughs> it probably happened in the recruiting visit. Probably called him the wrong name. Called him Jackson. <laughs> and then St. Paul is going to have an inside-out combo with Lewis Scott scoring 20 on the perimeter and uh, freshman Daniel Lake down low. Yeah. Yeah. That would um, be a pretty another, cool combo. I mean, another, another guy uh, to watch is definitely – um, the big man, Ahmad Green. I mean, he's not going to yeah, score yeah. a lot, but that guy is just – he's yeah. a stud. <laughs> he might be – I mean, that's one guy that could maybe slow down uh, Christian Wilford. Yeah. So, well, and it's well, crazy, man. You look at all four of these teams. I mean, it's, it seems like there's stud freshmen all over the place, right? You got Daniel Lake, you got Tippins, you got Zachary Suttles, and then, right. I mean, Wright or White. Um, yeah. From Manassas, maybe even Peterson. I think I like the other two a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there, there's there's young talent all over the place in this group. Welcome to the PNTT. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so, well, it should be fun. Thanks for coming on, guys. Um, really appreciate it. We'll get these out to you guys soon, and uh, we can listen. Um, I'm doing some with JD tonight, a couple groups, and then uh, cool. me and Future Star will be closing up with two more groups in the morning. So, um, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Good luck to all. All right. Sweet. Sure.